away from her, you bitch! Hello, and welcome to How Have You Not Seen This? A movie and comedy podcast where a husband and wife show each other movies that the other one really should have seen by now. I'm Tracy Carlson. And I'm Daniel Carlson, and today I'm asking my wife, Tracy, how have you not seen this about 1986's Aliens, directed by James Cameron? How have you not seen this? I will confess to not really giving a shit. and Bold. It, well, I mean... Out of the gate. I, yeah. I don't like horror, and I don't like gore, and I mistakenly assumed that these were gory horror movies. Um, right. I feel kind of like they were marketed that way. Yeah, they're um the vibe on is is super creepy, especially for the first couple. Like like even the original old trailer for Alien, which I've watched on YouTube a bunch cuz I'm weird, uh definitely plays <laughs> it as like a creepy I'm not gonna disagree with that. creepy movie. And the first one is more of a horror movie for sure. But it doesn't have like the level of gore that you saw in like slasher flicks of the eighties. Like there aren't like no, no, heads no. flying everywhere. It's no, this is this is the kind of uh I liken this to um oh what kind of what total recall gore. Like oh, maybe yeah. not even uh-huh. that much. Yeah, not that bad even. Not that bad. Uh so you showed me Alien a couple years ago and I loved it. Because it was Which much made me more so happy. Hitchcockian. Like you were like, I've never seen this. It's and I was about like, it's about like the thriller. It's not about uh, let's just rip people open. I mean, yes, somebody gets ripped open. That does happen. Sorry, <laughs> spoilers. That does Spoiler. Happen. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, go watch a movie. Um, it's or, pretty gnarly. Yeah. So Daniel's much better at this. Give us a recap of Aliens, because I will meander, and we do okay. not need that. Aliens, uh, for those who haven't seen it in a while, or if you've never seen it, is the sequel to Alien. Uh, came out in 1986. Basically, what happens is, in the first movie, Alien, a bunch of mining crew people, including Sigourney Weaver as Ripley, run into an alien. Everybody dies except Ripley. It's, it's horrific. They all get murdered. Yeah. And the cat. Ripley and the cat live. By the way, I would not have shown my wife this movie if the cat had died. Jonesy, the precursor to my other favorite ginger cat in film, Goose from Captain Marvel. Exactly. Could be the same cat. What if another, it's the same cat that just lives forever? Another strong female lead movie. What's up? Yep. We'll come back to that theme later. Hell yeah. So Aliens is set about 60 years later. What happens is Ripley goes into like hypersleep like in sci-fi movies. Hypersleep. She gets picked up by some junkers, finds out she's been asleep for 60 years. The planet where they found the aliens has been since been colonized, but they've lost touch with the colony, which, go figure, there's a bunch of aliens on the planet. They lose touch with the colony there. So the company that sent her out in the first place, represented by a surprisingly sexy, in my wife's words, Paul Reiser. Indeed, sexy and sleazy. Yes. So they sent her out again with a bunch of colonial marines and say, listen, we've lost touch with the colony. Because there's aliens there. You had to kind of expect that. So we need you to go out and be an advisor and tell us, I guess, advise on what to do when aliens come. She just says, run away from the aliens. It's really good advice. And you don't need to be there in person to take it or receive it. Anyway, so. Sorry, I had to shut up the cats. So she goes out with the colonial marines to the planet where the colony is. And everything goes fine. They have a picnic. And the movie ends with everybody alive and singing. And it's wonderful. Wait, I I feel like that's not yeah, right. Yeah, that's actually not what happens. What happens is they arrive, okay. they find an alien nest, and almost all the Marines die, like, right away in, like, a horrific bloodbath. Almost all of them die. Or are kept as cocoons for facehuggers. That's true. They're actually I cocooned. They're They're slimed up and put into cocoons so that they can put alien facehuggers on them that then lay eggs in their stomach and burst out of their chests. It's super gnarly. So, uh, so they all get, like, cocooned and kidnapped and died. So Ripley and the surviving Marines have found a little girl who goes by the nickname Newt for some reason. It's never really addressed. Um, Only my brother calls me Jessica. She sounds foreign. She's from Atwater, California. Uh, she was raised in England. Really? Yes. I just got her birth city. in England. Nope. That's why she's got the weird hybrid accent? Raised in England and then brought to California when she was, uh, like, between six and nine, and so she was, as she put it, the weird kid that had an accent. So I was it's not super wrong. Weird. She has You're never an English wrong. accent. You're never wrong. She had a weird accent, and I, I was confused by and that. It came out more and more as the film. I was well, like, they filmed they it in England. Why up? not just find a Ripley. British accent who can do, British actors who can do a better accent? Anyway, so they find this little girl that Ripley then saves, and they run around with the Marines. 
blah, blah, blah. They run away from the aliens. At the end, almost everybody's incapacitated except Ripley. She goes to rescue the little kid, fights off all the aliens, fights off the queen mama alien, uh, gets back up That's to the ship. Bitch. She has a final fight with the queen alien in a big power loader suit that like moves construction boxes and stuff, and they have a boxing match to the death. She shoves the alien out into space, and they all fly off home, and, and that's the end. And basically, it's the same, really similar structure in, in terms of how the ending plays out to the first one, which is they were like, how do we kill this thing? Just blow it out into space. That The same ending, basically. Ripley blows the alien out into space. I guess they figured it's been nine years, or not, not even that, like seven years. Just show the same thing again. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's it. But, if it ain't broke. But a lot happens. Um Let's talk so about So let's talk about I that. Think. Tell me what you liked and did not like about aliens. You, I'm going to tell you about the, all the stuff. I Do did it. write down, and I was very proud of myself because this is really what I what I thought of some of the movie. Some of the movie was aliens. We've added an S and an annoying child. Because the, like so much of it's it on the poster. was so much like alien. I was like, guys, come on. Like, what are, are we not even trying? Let's come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, now, music by James Horner, R.I.P., one of my all-time faves. I oh, have I to mention. I forgot he was dead. I have to, yes. Sorry. It was in my Facebook um, memories a few days ago, like when he, oh gosh, it was maybe a week or so ago, uh, he passed, and I had, had listed all of the soundtracks that I loved. My sister and I can listen to a movie and be like, that's James Horner. That's, you know, so-and-so. That's so-and-so. That's John Williams. That's blah, blah, blah. We know all of them. And uh, it's a very classic James Horner soundtrack. When I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's the guy. Like I said, love love me some Jonesy. I did laugh during the meeting where uh, the Wayland. Yep, it's Wayland Palatalehe. Wayland Palatalehe Inglebold. Come on. Wayland Utani. Wayland Utani. Just rolls right off the old tongue. Seriously, when they were interrogating Ripley. And not actually accusing her of anything, but just not believing anything she said, which made no sense to me at all. I really kept waiting for someone to yell, she has space dementia, which yep. is, as you all know, a totes real thing. It afflicts from, many minors who go to space. Yeah, from the, uh, from the very epic and real tale, uh, Armageddon. It's a documentary. Yeah, for real. Armageddon. Space dementia. He's got space dementia. He's got space dementia. Please, sleazy. I knew he was. I knew he was a sleaze ball. I, of course, am not into the Paul Risers of the world. No, no, no. I am into the Michael Bean. When he showed up, I was like, "Hello, sir. Hello." And he always managed to be lit differently than everyone else. He was always very shiny and sweaty. Yeah, and gritty. Mm-hmm. Like he was just going to grab you and toss you up somewhere and have his way with you, which I was like, that's cool. I literally wrote down every time every time Michael Bean says something, I feel like it's going to be followed by Let's Bone. Because he... His, it's in his eyes. It's in his eyes, it's but the it's whole also subtext. the way he's speaking. He'd be like, the lieutenant. This is something that I wrote down. The lieutenant reminds me of Patrick Wilson. Let's bone. Like, I mean, it was just, I just kept waiting for it. He never said it, but I think he was thinking it. He was very, it was just all communicating it with his body language. I liked the, uh, I had to laugh because uh, at one point one of them said something, have to keep this handy for close encounters. And I was like, callback? Was that a callback to close encounters? Ooh, that made me happy because I love close encounters. Of Y'all know that? Close Great encounters. One. Anyway. Amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. Um, I fucking hated Bill Paxton's character. Yeah. I he's pretty think annoying. he has two roles. He has aw shucks, affable, kind of sexy guy, and then screaming, manic, lunatic, asshole, crybaby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. 
Yeah, he does a good job. He's a really good whiny brat in this. Like he's Game a, over, man. Game over. Yeah, he's very annoying. Like I I think to their credit, you're supposed to hate him, which What'd check check mark. He's annoying. You're not like, oh man, I hope that guy makes it. When he dies saving people, you're like, that's fine. You could have done that earlier, and I would have been fine. Yeah. He's kind I would, of annoying. I would like to hear from Marines out there or former Marines, I believe is what you say. Is that that's the respectful way to say it? Uh, or wives or husbands of Marines. They're not actually like that, are they? They're not big, goofy, crybaby whiners who literally cannot open their mouths without whining about, why are we on this mission? Why are we having to do this? Why am I not in you? I was like, dude, are you kidding? Why yeah, hasn't somebody annoying. shot you already? He, he, he's oh. basically doing uh, his version of, you know, when he played Chet in Weird Science. Yes. It's the same thing. I have just many asshole. things written Ugh. down about how I wish that he would die. I never wrote down, I'd kill Hudson for real. I mean, I just... Good yeah, God. when he died, you I don't remember if you clapped or said finally or I I both. Finally. I think yeah, I said it finally. was it was a moment of relief in our living room. Uh there was a line that I've heard before and maybe it's from callbacks that people make about this movie, but when movie, but when she says uh, when Newt says they come at they mostly come at night, mostly. I was like, "What?" I think that's from this. So maybe it's just like one of those weird pop culture things it that you've heard. Be. I've heard it. By the way, mostly. I could be one hundred percent wrong. So, yeah, I don't know. Let me know. Uh, I really did not care. I really all the battle stuff. I don't give a shit. I just don't. I'm not. My dad calls it action trash, and he loves it like Predator. And all that. No one is saying they're not fun. No one is saying that they're not great. But just like, I just don't care. I'm like, I'm a story person. I I just don't care. Um, having said that, I loved, I loved uh, the Queen, Queen V. Ripley. Um, now, when it comes to Newt, I get that they had to like save her because she's like, I'll always take care of you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I would have assumed she was just in a cocoon and moved on because that's what happens when you get kidnapped by an alien. I also thought it was super interesting that she got kidnapped by an alien and was the one person that they didn't immediately implant. Right. She's just she's just chilling in the cocoon. What a lucky kid. That that happened. Like, can I tell you why Ripley might have been super attached to her? Why? Uh, well, interestingly, in the original script, and actually a scene that was filmed and deleted when they were cutting it together, when Ripley wakes up from hypersleep or sleepy space or spacey sleep, whatever you want to call it, she and she's meeting with Burke. He tells her that she's been out there for fifty-seven years, and that's when she learns that her daughter died. While she was asleep, oh, that's what makes shit. it so hard for her. She had a kid. That's it gets cut out. So. Why would they cut that out? Uh, the execs at the time said that they asked Cameron to cut stuff because he was wasting too much time with like plotting and building up to stuff, and they wanted him to get to it. And again, the theatrical version was two, two and a half, half hours, hours long. long. Yeah, so yeah, all that yeah, to say. Yeah, and yet we give fucking Academy Awards to Peter Jackson, who's like, crikey, what if we made it five hours long? Is that Australian? Or New Zealand? I don't know. I apologize to all my Australian relatives and I'd like friends. to apologize specifically to the flight of the Concords <laughs> right now. If that's New Zealand. Li- I know. So it's Peter Jackson. Oh, he's New Zealand? Yeah, that's All what right. I'm saying. Well, fuck, fuck me then. We apologize to a large <laughs> part of the planet. You know I love No, uh, so that's the thing. The reason she is so hung up on rescuing Newt throughout and wanted to go back okay. and get her was because that makes more she's, sense. she wakes up from hyperspace, sleep, sleepy space. God, I forgot what it's even called. Hypersleep? I've, Hypersleep. I've messed you, you messed me up I, now permanently. Know, I've got space dementia. So space dimension. And they're like, hey, it's been 60 years. Your daughter's dead. Actually, and so 57, 57 years. years. Gonna be I'm a, I round up. I, I just gave her that extra three. 57 so, years. Uh, so, yeah, the whole movie, she's obsessed. And when it when she sees meets Newt, she develops an attachment at, like to the daughter that she lost. That is something that I think should not have been cut. Made it makes it better, right? Yes. I they, know. They I was. They could have cut some other stuff. I was waffling I on which... I have ideas. I know. Bill Paxton. I, I was waffling on which version to show you because the uh, the Nerd Alert box set I've got has both versions on the Blu-ray. 
And so I opted for the original just to kind of go with like, okay, this was the basic, this is what folks saw in the summer of 1986. Let's go with the original and then we can talk about what they cut out. No, but yeah, no, like, I got it. which makes the whole motherhood stuff with the makes queen. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like I think it sucks because like if they'd kept that in, that thematic stuff about the motherhood would have been way stronger because... You, oh, it was already strong It was pretty me. strong, but like basically Ripley saves the girl because she's a nice person. But if they'd kept in that earlier scene, you'd have been like, oh... She's working through her shit because she lost her own daughter. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I um, I had to laugh. I mean, Daniel was like, <laughs> she's got her like, her flamethrower duct taped to her gun, and she's just randomly blowing fire. And I'm like, what? What are we doing here, honey? What? She was scared of aliens what? and making sure that they're not aliens around and blowing fire. What aliens? Are we, what do we do? Are we just playing with the flamethrower? The aliens do not respond well to fire, and we it's just, one of the few things that they have. Playing with the fire. So then, if you if you we, had to go into a giant thing full of aliens and you had a flamethrower, you'd be squirting that thing around every corner. Let me tell you something. The way that I am with animals, I think we both know that I would end up being BFFs. Yeah, you'd probably be their friend with the queen and her little tiny head. Yeah, her little, her little, her little tiny mouth inside the mouth. Daniel laughed at me because every time they would, every time you'd see the aliens, I'd be like, "I'm gonna kill you and use my tiny mouth." Yep. Because they would be like, "Rah!" rah. And now that's all I can hear. Like yeah. I hear like a little tiny baby monster voice when the little <laughs> mouth comes out, like, rah, rah. and rah. it's me. Rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. I loved the scene where the the queen is sitting there with the big ovipositor just squirting out eggs and she looks at Ripley and Ripley looks at her and does the flamethrower and the queen's like what and she's like I'll fucking do it and the queen's like respect all right it's badass right because the other uh, the other two aliens are like you want us to fuck some shit up and the queen's like nah man she's gonna hurt my babies and I'm let's you just go and so she's like okay respect I'm gonna go now, these are two very strong women of their species, and they're like, Let's, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm go. So she goes, but then, oops, egg opens, face hugger's about to come out, and Ripley turns and just says, fuck it, and blows that shit up. And that queen, man, she rips that ovipositor off and is like, I am going to fuck you up. And I was like, go fuck her up, man. I don't blame you at all. I do not blame you at all. Now, here is something that I find very interesting about James Cameron. He is, if I'm not mistaken, a well-known misogynist. A bit of a dick, bit of a douchebag man. Didn't yes. his his awesome ex-wife who did um, the Hurt the, Locker? The Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. Didn't she say he's like a massive dick? Yeah, and not super great with women, and yet he makes these films with these really strong women. And I think, are you working through something? Do you have a mommy thing? Like, what's your deal? I don't know. But this movie is clearly like females are strong as hell. Because, hi, what the fuck do the men do? Nothing. They Nothing. Get, they get shot up. They get, sh- they, get, they get killed. They get acid burns. They get, I mean, ain't nobody getting with Michael Bean now. He's all covered in acid. Everyone's dead. Uh, and Ripley's like, fuck, I got to do this again. And the queen's like, shit, I got to take care of everybody. And so I, like, respect I loved watching the two feed the two strong females go go at it. Now, this is where Daniel and I, I think, diverge. Uh, when I first saw two thousand, was it two thousand? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla in two thousand with, with Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick and Hank Azaria. Yeah, just... Bringing it back, Hank Azaria co-starred on Mad About You with Paul Reiser from Aliens. Okay. We're all there. Six degrees of circle of life misery for me. Um, for if you're besmirching mad about you in my presence, no, mad about you is why I wore sweater vests for a long time. Oh, wow, I made a lot of mistakes in high school and college. Oh, wow, yeah, that's probably good that we didn't meet then. It was very good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I uh, okay, so I watched Godzilla 
And here is what I saw in that movie. I saw this big old lizard that was created because a bunch of fucking dumbass humans were like, let's just put a bunch of radioactive shit in the ocean. So she grows up and she's like, hey, I'm just this big lizard just living my life in the ocean. And I got to lay my eggs because that's what a mama does. So I'm going to come up here. Oh, look, this ability and these little crunchy things and they taste delicious. She doesn't fucking have a... She doesn't have like a beef with humanity. She's not like, it's not like, you know, Russia v. the U.S. It's just like, uh, it's an apex predator versus the former apex predators. So when they fucking blow her up and, and she's lying on the bridge and her heartbeat is slowing down and they are, they are playing. I am sobbing. You're about to cry right now. I am. Yeah. I am sobbing and people in the theater were turning around and looking at me like I was an absolute lunatic. I'm like, all she wanted to do was take care of her babies. <laughs> like it was not good. And I find myself feeling the same way about the aliens. And it's funny because I was always a predator, like, yeah, no, fucking predator, fuck the aliens. Now I realize the aliens are not bad guys. They are just the new apex predator, and we as humans do not like that. We're like, no, no, you're a bad guy because you want to kill me. Oh, okay, so that makes us the bad guys because we kill, you know, bears and wolves and yeah. other I think a movie predators. that actually kind of like dug into this would be Really interesting and cool. And I will say that I have not seen all the Alien movies. The lore got bananas because there were other Alien movies. And then there was a cup. There was Aliens fought Predator in at least one movie, maybe even more than two. I feel like there were a lot. one. And now, well, whoever wins, we lose. That's what's important to remember. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now there's more. There was Prometheus, which I saw, which was very bad. And then Alien Covenant, which I didn't see. And there's more. Like, the lore is getting, like crazy like like tolkien level bananas like crazy complex. No, no, i don't think that's possible yeah it's so uh, until they invent a language it's not possible d- don't even google it you know someone has <laughs> word it's gonna be bad i uh i will say the airlock thing annoyed me as just yeah it's kind of a bummer a that they end it the person. same way no not just that oh yeah yeah but in the first one, she's got to put on the fucking space suit. She's got to be ready. And then she right. lets the airlock. That's true. This one, it's like they're just flying through the air. And she opens the airlock and everyone's fine and totally able to breathe and, and yell and whatever. It's much more the 80s action version of blow the airlock versus like 70s sci-fi put like, the suit on I was like, this is not actually accurate. And that annoys the fuck out of me because... I'm with you on the aliens and the acid blood. Being, but hang on, sir. You're just being lazy. You've created a vacuum. This you're is being, not sustainable. You're being lazy. And I don't like that. That's just... That is, in the words of my learned husband... Deeply, 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 deeply flawed, flawed writing, and I don't care for it. Uh, so that I, what what came out of Aliens for me was fuck the kid because whatever. Um, but actually, now that I know, I shouldn't say that. Now that I know that she had the whole like kid thing, I get it because the mom, the doesn't that make it better? Wouldn't that be so much better babies, if that were like the official version? And she yeah. was taking care of her baby, even though she was Ripley just never stop and like during the movie her english accent just came out more and more and i was oh, like oh yeah you just given up trying at she's all. fine for a while but like 20 minutes in it just slips Ripley. entirely if i had to hear that one more time i was going to rip my head off nice she's also bless her heart like i mean kid actors you take what you can get to a degree there's a certain amount of i guess camera presence or polish they're looking for but she was not great like her reactions and her emotions even the screams of terror never really met her eyes or seemed to be really really true she would just kind of like open her mouth and scream make a lot of noise i never really bought that she was scared and again i know it's a kid actor it's tough do you know why they chose her because she's not because she wasn't a kid actor i read about her she it was the only role she did yeah she she became became a a teacher teacher. or something yeah she became a teacher and uh they chose her because children actors were taught to automatically smile after every line. And James Cameron's oh, like, like treat, please. This is not going to work. Yeah. I need somebody who's not gonna be like, the aliens are coming. Ding. 
<laughs> just yeah. no. Yeah, I hear you. I there were moments. Oh my goodness, there were moments that I loved that scared me, like when the face hugger whams against the glass uh, with Burke. I jumped and screamed. I can't remember. If I screamed with another one. Yeah, uh, it, that's that's one of the fun parts of watching a movie like this with he somebody loves it when I jump who scream. hasn't seen it before because you know the scares are coming and like. We were sitting there watching, and you'd just be like, "Like that guy's a fucking asshole," and like we'd be like twenty seconds away from something horrifying, and I'd be like, "Uh huh, uh huh, that's right," like just waiting for it to happen. And sure enough, it's such a blast watching this with somebody who's new to it because, like, when the facehugger slams against the glass to get uh, Burke, or when Newt's in the water and the alien comes up behind her, uh, or like when they start crawling out of the walls, you'd be like, "Ah, I don't like that at all." Like it was your reactions were. It's really fun to watch a movie like this with a new yeah, person. Yeah, it's a it's a blast. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I listen. I thought that it was well done. I read that it was you know somebody calls it the greatest of all sequels, which it got a lot of press really I quickly. Disagree with Godfather Two. Well, yeah, but but you got to remember for a while it was one of the few sequels. I mean, this was way before the franchise world we live in. That's true. No, like, that's this true. Like this was, I mean, you had James Bond movies and like Godfather Two stuff, but like there was trivia. This My was not a lot. Father dated a Bond girl. It's true. Trivia. It's true. Lois Childs from Moonraker. Look her up. Also teaches at U of H. Way to go. I know. Way to go. Girl, Lois. She left him for um, Don Henley. So you really can't fault her. Like, she liked that life in the I'd fast lane. I'd leave my dad for Don Henley. I mean, that's, well, anyway. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> they hit us both at the same time. And we're like, wait. My first reaction was, how dare you leave your dad? He's done a lot. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm defending the wrong thing. Word. Yeah. So. Uh, I... Yeah, no, I, I really. I, oh, so yeah, I was gonna say that it's there. It, there weren't that many sequels around, so yeah, yeah. it was kind of a, a rare thing. Also, I thought this was interesting. Alien, the first one, was a huge hit, like yeah, it made a lot of money. Rightfully so, so. They wanted to make another one right away. The producers were like, "Let's make another one of these things." Uh, the head at Fox left. The new execs were like, "Not down on making a sequel because Fox, the distributor, started like dicking with the books and like basically." through creative accounting, made it look like they didn't make any money on it because they didn't want to pay out to the producers. So it was a huge hit, but they were like, oh, we're still in the hole for it. I'm so, shocked, shocked, I say, so the producers, to find out there's gambling yeah, in this establishment. The producers <laughs> sue Fox. The suit doesn't get settled until like 83. So by that time, Fox management has gone through like another couple of shakeups at least. So then they're like, okay, let's make another sequel to this movie. So James Cameron was in pre-production on Terminator. His script was going around. They're like, this guy's a really good writer. Let's See, give him a shot. Strong woman. Let's give him a shot to write it. So they were like, they they approach him. He writes the treatment, and they were like, let's go with this guy. And then Terminator blows up. Once Terminator blows up, they're like, let's definitely go with this guy. And they give him the green light to make Aliens. That's why it took so long to make it because Fox was being dicks. Here's what I think is interesting. You know who made Alien Three? Oh, I do. Oh. Fincher. Yes, Fincher. You know that's got to be dark as shit. It's weird. It's not a good movie. That's the thing. The thing is, like, Alien is a really good movie, and Aliens is a really good movie, and I think it's actually a really cool sequel because it's the same story universe, but it's such a different kind of movie. Like, the first one's a horror movie, and this is a sci-fi action movie. You know what? Let's but give then they aliens, just get weird. Let's give Aliens... You know what I'm going to say to people? I'm going to say you should watch Alien and Aliens together... In one sitting, just like you watched Godfather 1 and 2 in one sitting. Let's consider them one movie. I concur wholeheartedly. I think that's a great idea. And then forget the rest. And then forget because the rest. Because Alien 3, it's like right after Fincher was coming off music videos, so it looks like a Madonna video. Like, it's all dark and steamy, and there's pipes and everything. <laughs> um, it's it's And it's not good. And then Alien 4 Random was like Jean-Pierre Genet, I want to say. I can't remember. I haven't even done my research on that. I, it's It's been a long time since I've seen it. Alien Resurrection. You yeah. Mean. And there's they get... They're just not good movies. Winona so, like, Ryder. honestly, stop after the first two. Yeah. Um, but and, watch and them fine. like, watch them just like straight through. Yeah. And I think you'll be like, this is just marathon it. rad. Marathon. It'd be like a badass five hours. Through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I for real think that. I think that that should be that. Sh- and I've now talked about The Godfather uh, it, twice in a row. Let's, Let's just, do it every time. I think we should. I think we should just acknowledge that they are, you know. Our podcast is actually How Can We Reference The Godfather? Uh, how many, That's actually the title of the podcast. How oft can we reference The Godfather? Yeah. BT Dubs, uh, for those of you who listened to the first podcast, 
Uh, Napoleon was 5'7". Yeah, it's true. 5'7". Saw it on Wikipedia. Uh, thus, con- thus concludes uh, our history podcast. How tall was Napoleon? And, and, uh, and now uh, Masterpiece Theater. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, so we're back. That was welcome back. Uh, oh yeah, I was going to tell you. Um, I think what's so cool about it, uh, you said you didn't really dig the action, which I get. I think it's not for everybody. Um, not all of it. I mean, there was there was a lot of it. There was a lot of it that I like. I think for me, it's just all the shooting yeah. and the bleh and yeah. the just everything. It's kind of chaotic. Explode. I'm like, okay. Um, I think that what action I, trash. What I liked about it is, and, and Cameron's talked about this. This is not like a unique observation that I'm making. Is it it was really kind of informed by the shit show of Vietnam. Like he wanted oh. to write a movie about like cocky American soldiers going in with superior firepower, thinking they understand the situation, which they totally and did. getting their asses handed to them. Because again, he wrote this treatment in eighty four, eighty five. Like I mean, actually when he was working on Terminator in eighty four or even earlier. So like Vietnam's still very fresh in the national psyche. So like he made this movie about like. American troops going in and getting demolished. He even used like uh, army slang, like uh, it's it's real brief, and only in a couple of moments. But like the the soldiers refer to the evacuation as a dust off, which is the army call sign for a casualty evacuation, and they would use that a lot in Vietnam. So like he used uh, military terminology to basically kind of make this Vietnam um, metaphor in a way. I have a question for you. Hit me. Uh, they talk about. They, it sounds like they did not believe Ripley that there were aliens. And yet, they, the Marines talked about this as a typical bug hunt. I don't know why they said that. Now, that always confused me. I did, Maybe it means like just like I a standard you told me operation to against like, uh, weaker, inferior targets. I don't know. I thought that was really weird. But I did see that actors who played Marines were asked to read what... Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, Starship Troopers. They inform that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And undergo military training, which included running, lifting weights, learning salutes, marches, deployments, and maneuvers for two weeks. And he wanted them to train together so they'd form bonds that would show on screen. And I think it worked. The fu- well, but the funny thing is, Michael Bean was a last-minute throw-in. Really? And he didn't get to train with them, which I think shows. Yeah, he stands out. But yeah, again. But again, it's you see him on Let's t- bone. when all the Marines show up, you're like, okay, we've got, you know, character actor, f- nameless person, Bill Paxton, and then the very handsome, famous guy from The Terminator shows up. You're like, he's probably going to be a very important character. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's not going to like blow that guy up in the first firefight. Yeah. He lives the whole movie. If if he were in, a, if this was Michael Bay directing, he would be very orange and turquoise, super tu- super turquoise, super and, teal, and very and very. Well, he was very wet and gritty. So so James Cameron did give him a little bit of the Bay treatment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I now you said you were going to tell me what you thought the themes were, and I told you what I thought the themes were, and you were like, "No, you're wrong." And I want to know what you I think did. they are. I didn't say no, you're wrong in words, but I said it with my tone, which is even worse. So yeah, I think the themes are the. I think I talked about them earlier, kind of off and on. Vietnam and motherhood, like especially when you realize the deleted scene about Ripley having a daughter that she lost. Well, so I did um, say I yeah, said exactly. the mother thing, mm-hmm. and you were like, "No, nah, no." No, I really. said that. I said yes. No, I didn't. That's not right. No, you didn't. Uh, Sadie, were you there? Sadie says I said yes. She's asleep. She's on no. The job. She's she's telling the truth. She's she's raised a paw. On so, the job. So yeah, that and Nam. And what I think is interesting is this came out two months after Top Gun. So they're both like very like. I love you, Goose. Okay, I think I'm going to
Yeah, I had to do that. That that had to be played. Sorry. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. They're both like very eighties. <laughs> There's always time for Top Gun. Military fetishistic, like you know, like guns and blowing shit up. But Top Gun is very Word. like rah rah, fuck the commies. And Aliens is very like nom, like like we're gonna go in and beat them, and they all get fucking demolished. Like Aliens, they all Aliens is nom because they with, all with lose. No, with no. I mean, it was. It was embarrassing to watch. I was like, wait, are they even Marines? What's happening? I mean... The Xenomorphs are very strong and have acid blood. I'm saying the Marines were overpowered. predators. Yeah. This and Marines were cocky. Again. Nom. Yeah. Well, I... Sure. No. No. No nom. nom. Well, not nom. Nom was a jungle war fought on their... In their jungle that they knew... Yeah. Whereas this is, uh, well, it's, it's become their turf. They've colonized it with their little alien. Sure, you can go with this. resin things. That's not wrong. I I think it's much more about, um, fuck the patriarchy. Females are strong as hell. Yeah, that too. Seriously, it's down to two badass bitches at the end. Fuck the patriarchy. She even yells, "Just like stay away from her, you bitch." Yeah. But you know what? Not mad at the queen. Gotta love I the know. queen and her little tiny head. She just head. wanted to live. I wonder if her tiny head has a different brain and a different name. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, shit. I know. Does the tiny head know that it's part of the queen alien? I don't know. For those of you who have never seen 30 Second Bunny Theater, go to Angry... Oh, my God. I remember those. Go those to, are so good. Go to AngryAlien.com and watch the 30 Second Bunny Theater version of Alien where the tiny head... Everybody has, if, if they're not bunnies, they have bunny ears tied onto them. So, like, Jaws has bunny ears tied onto him. It's pretty great. And the little teeny head also has bunny ears tied on. I just love the teeny head. I don't know. I know you do. I do want to give a shout-out to, like, uh, I think it was, it's a really well-made movie. Like, James Cameron, known dick. But I think it's really well directed and a really. We do not want to see his dick. No, please don't. Please keep those pictures to yourself. Uh, but it's it's a really well made movie, and actually it got nominated for a lot of Academy Awards and it won some for it you know, did. Eff- effects. But also Sigourney Weaver nominated for Best Actress for this. I saw that. Which is impressive that a sci fi action movie is going to get a Best Actress nominee. I mean, like she was you really could, fucking I could not, good though. I could. Oh, she's great in it. That's the thing. Like, I mean. She does a great job. I'd have a hard time imagining a movie like this getting an Oscar nomination today. It's amazing. It won um, for like sound effects, I think. Yeah, it was nominated for I yeah. want to say six or seven awards and it uh it won two for sound effects editing and visual effects. Which yeah. Because he does a lot of great stuff. Like he uses miniatures, but then he like shoots it on video and has you looking at it through like the Marines TV scopes. Yeah. The TV screens. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're seeing their perspective. But it also hides how cheap the effect is. It had like they little, shot it on a tight budget. It had a little Blade Runnery feeling to totally, it. Totally, totally. Okay, good. I'm glad that I'm totally. the only one. It had a little Blade Runnery. Feeling it has that to it. '80s like industrial, mechanized, like dirty future, grungy future, yeah, pipes and, and shit blom, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that it's kind of everywhere. Something's venting. Something like, is venting. There's there, a lot of venting. A lot of unmonitored uh, lightning. There seems to be in the Lots future. Of, and by the way, our much. dog. 100% thought it was real lightning. She scared the shit out of her. And it scared the shit out of her. And uh, uh, that was not enjoyable for any of us. Here's some trivia for you. Do you know who Sigourney Weaver lost to when she was nominated for that Academy Award? I do not. Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, good year. But I just love that Sigourney Weaver... In this, if you were to see Alien and then Aliens, like you wouldn't necessarily think she got a Best Actress nomination for this, but I think it's awesome that she did. Yeah. And she does a really good job. So. I know the movie won a lot of Saturns, which we all know is the... Yeah, those are real. It's like a Blockbuster <laughs> Award or a Cable Ace. It's a no, Cable Saturns Ace. Saturns are the Canadian Oscars, I think. Mm, Aren't they? I thought those were the sci-fi. Saturn was the sci-fi awards. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. My bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, this is why... You does don't... Canada have Oscars? Are you from Canada? Let us know. You You're can right. tell Saturn our, must be the Saturn You can tell the level the of research we bring to this. I know, we right. do some research, but it's very limited. You're welcome. We research within How a very many narrow BAFTAs did it win. Mm-hmm. I know what BAFTAs are. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep. I mean, I know what they are. I don't We don't know what it stands for though, do we? British Academy Academy of Film, Film and, and Television, Television Arts. Awards. Awards? Awards? Yeah. Are you British? Let us know what BAFTA stands for. (laughs) 
I was going to give you a high five. Oh, hit it. I thought we got it. No, no. no. Oh. You, left, you left me hanging. No, it's still. It's, it's up here. Okay. Hit, get it. Okay, good. Try again. Ow. There it is. Don't break it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I I think all in all, I'm glad that I saw it. I cool. took away from it what i'm sure was the wrong message no now you did oh my Not. goodness now i have i'm looking at uh alien versus predator in a completely different way i'm like fuck you predator because you actually do come to hunt humans whereas aliens were just like we just want to lay our eggs and be aliens what's up yeah and uh and so i'm we just want to lay our eggs and be aliens i'm pro alien i need a shirt like yep. i am i am yeah pro- you used to be way pro predator yeah now I am but now pro- that you've seen these two movies you are in you're torn i am pro a no i'm pro alien you've switched sides completely i have switched sides completely oh no yeah yeah well the predators are just apex predators they're called predators they come down to hunt yeah that's kind of mean like that's not that makes them like dicks, like humans. Yep. The aliens are more like animals. Yeah, and we're we're, in, they're just trying to survive the way species yeah. propagate. And yeah. Survive. Whereas yeah. we're assholes. I agree. That tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, we're sorry, Queen Alien. You deserve to live. Yes, and and we uh, hope you fare better. Apparently, but it's fine. They made a lot more movies. A bunch of aliens were living. That wasn't the only queen. No, I guess. it's all good. There it's were all eggs good. everywhere. I think she's fine. I think I there think it ends up being the aliens came from somewhere. There must be an alien planet where they all live. There, uh, yeah, no, I think it works out. How do they build ships? How do they fly? They have those tiny little hands. I don't, I don't know. Do they even have eyes? I yes. I never. You know, they're just all squinty. No, you saw it because she really? looked. Remember, she uh, she kind of furrowed her brow. She was looking at. I've never uh, been able to make Newt. out the eyes. She was looking at Newt. And and Ripley's like no over here, and she kind of furrowed her brow and looked yeah, at Newt, I and then that. looked over, and then she also did the same thing when she was looking at the elevator. You saw her like working yeah. it out. She's like, <laughs> that's, oh fuck, that I can is, take a fucking elevator. That that's is the rad. best unintentional comedy in the movie. Is the Queen Alien is like, I can take this elevator, and just rides an elevator up to the spaceship. Yeah. Like, doesn't climb up the walls with her giant uh, alien arms. She just rides the fucking elevator. I love elevator. the idea of her getting it's on and being like. Checking her phone. Checking her nails. Checking her phone. Like, and then it opens. And then the doors open, and it's just like, yeah. But like, there's that brief moment where she's like, doesn't have anything to do, and it's just sitting there, like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, it'd be amazing if like also on the elevator was like a predator going somewhere else. They just like shared the elevator together. Hey, good to see you. Thursdays, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks so much. Chasing uh, one of these fucking humans. <laughs> Me too. Why are yeah. we fighting? We should team up to fight them. They should team up to fight us. Dude, we should have been wiped out by now. I know. We're on our way. Yep. Sorry, Queen Alien. You should. We give up. If you want to come down here and start face-hugging us, that's start, fine. Start some shit, man. Do it. Start some shit. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you liked it. Yes. That makes me feel good. I liked it. Glad you liked it. Glad liked you liked it. watching Overall, it. Overall, I liked it. And uh, I, you know, like all films with the exception of Godfather, it had its there you go. flaws. You know, I just did that to, I know. to fuck with you. And Star Wars, because you know I will always. Hell yeah. And Gosford Park. Mm-hmm. That's another one that I love. Great one. Wholly and completely. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, what do you think? Yeah. Let us know at uh, notseenthispod.com or notseenthispod at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, we're on Twitter and Facebook at notseenthispod. So and hit us up there. And we're on Instagram. We're on Instagram also pod. at notseenthispod. So. We've got our new logo up, which we're jacked about. It was designed by the incredibly talented Allison Johnston, who goes by Fuzzy Grapefruit. If you are looking for we'll throw a link out. awesome, we'll throw a link out. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for awesome art or graphic design, graphic illustration, she is the shit. She is. Uh, so we are, we're really lucky to, I'm, being an artist means I get to surround myself with mad talented people and take advantage of their talent. I mean, I pay them for it, but I also just get to be around them and be like, oh, it yes. It can be both. Let it wash over me. 
Uh, okay, so let's do Hell Yes. Hell Yes. Yeah, time for Hell Yes. Hell Yes are the segment of the show where we talk about something we just think is awesome, and we yeah. want you to know about it. Yeah. We and say we Hell think, Yeah. Yeah. We want you to know about it. It's either something awesome is happening in our life, or something that we think should happen in your life, or both. Yeah. So, and that just makes us say Hell Yeah. What's your Hell Yeah? My Hell Yeah is Lizzo, okay? Lizzo needs to be, okay, and I chose that because this is a Females Are Strong as Hell movie, and Lizzo is our hero, our heroine of, like, right now. She is the goddess. I Listen, I'm going to say it. Um, sit down, Beyonce. Lizzo's got it for a while. Like, I need a woman who is a... Bye-bye, internet. Yeah. <laughs> we just upset the internet. <laughs> no. Listen, no, I get it. Beyonce, hooray. But Lizzo is fucking laying it out. She's like, here I am. Here's my gorgeous big old body. I can sing like a motherfucker. I can play the flute and I can rap. What? Triple threat. And she's gorgeous. Quadruple threat. I'll come in again. She has multiple talents and is spectacular. And she writes these songs that just make me feel like I can do anything and that I am the most beautiful fucking amazing woman in the world and that nothing can hold me down and no man is worth being you know treating myself like shit for and nothing in the world is worth you know hating myself and just Lizzo man if you have not checked out her music check it out because she is just she is living her best life and i am loving her for it and also it's just really fucking great music so that's my hell yeah awesome uh my hell yeah is something that we talked about real briefly and like an aside on our last episode and it made me think about it the show barry oh i'm gonna give a hell yeah to the show barry it just finished up its second season uh, a couple months ago it's an hbo show but it's uh, really easy to catch up on. It's only been two seasons. It's a half-hour show, but each season is just eight episodes. So you can catch up on it in eight hours. I know you've got eight hours. You're just going to be rewatching like The Office. You're listening to this. Or you Parks have and eight Re- hours. You have time. You have time. You're clearly making not great decisions. Make better ones. Watch Barry. No, it's very good. Bill Hader crushes it as a hitman wrestling with like wanting to like stop getting you know stop being a hitman, kind of get out of it. He is assigned that the setup of the show is he's assigned to Mark who's taking an improv class and he goes there and winds up liking it. So he starts taking improv classes while also being a hitman. It's dark and weird and funny. It co-stars the amazing Henry Winkler. Uh, who's the reason better. Off Arthur Fonzarelli. Yes. Uh, co-star Steven Root. Uh, it's, it's got an who amazing, amazing cast. It's hilarious and weird and funny and dark and just got some awesome storytelling. So it's on HBO. If you've got HBO go or HBO now, HBO then or HBO if any HBO service HBO why HBO what's up man HBO how you doing <laughs> HBO I see you get an HBO service make an HBO service watch Barry you're gonna love it it's great hell yeah Barry Bill Hader is one of those people that is going to go so so far because he is not only adorable he is so talented and brilliant oh yeah i am like i am so not, in on this he is not one of those guys i am king of a, this camp the, i am no yes he's like, not just funny you have to be great writer really smart to be that funny yeah and very one of peabody mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. it's a brilliant show he is that smart to be that funny and he's also uh one of the reasons i know daniel loves him is he is a crazy film buff Yes, he's like a huge Daniel. movie nerd. Yeah, um, and he knows I don't. Stuff. I don't mean like film buff. Like I like Star Wars. I mean he's like, I like M. Like who watches mm-hmm. fucking M? Yep. I've watched it. Good movie. It, no, it's a very good movie, movie, but like not many people know about it. And he's like, let's talk about that. And I'm like, all right, Jesus Christ, Bill Hader. Yeah, um, he's great. Yeah. Uh, like I am all in on him. Like the way certain cores in the internet are in on like Keanu Reeves, who I'm also in for. Oh, like so in for like, Keanu Reeves. I am, Let's I make am, that a mutual hell yeah. Hell yeah, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves, boom. Joint hell yeah. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Just in general. Yep. Boom. Yes. But yeah, like I am in on that for Bill Hader. Like I am, I will lead that charge for life. Like he is going to just continue to be awesome. For real, and, for real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, see Barry, listen to Lizzo, 
um, and just improve don't your do life. it at the same time. You need to confusing. Give, you need to be able to give Lizzo your full attention as well. well don't as listen give to music Barry. while you watch TV. What are you doing? Yeah, no, that's not. You there's multitasking, and then there's just being crazy. Um, I highly recommend Lizzo for those times that you know you're you're getting a little freaky. That's a good that's a good time to Ooh. listen to some Lizzo. I'm just saying, adults. Girl can sing. Yeah. <laughs> You should never do should that. Should I do that more? No, no more? you no should more? never do that. Sorry, everybody. Dan Schneider. A couple more. A couple more. <laughs> no. All right. No. Where's that Lizzo? You're going to take pictures of my toes later. I might. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any on my camera roll now. Oh, no, God. It's not the background Again, of my phone. no kink shame. It's just not no, our no thing. No, no kink shame. Just no. It's just, just not our thing. Not my thing. No. Nope. We're, in, we're not into the toes here. The no, Carlson you, you household. walk around on your feet, man. <laughs> you keep those to yourself. <laughs> Okay. You can wash them. So uh, we love you guys, uh, and we thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And please subscribe. Click subscribe on iTunes to get to find out you know when the next mm-hmm. episode drops or wherever you get your podcast. If you listen to Splendory, Stitcher. Splendory, Stitcher. I just I made that one, one up. Stitcher's made. real. Stitcher, yeah. Stitcher's real. Stitcher, I think. I don't know if we'll be there. I, Libsyn, we're on. I'm an um, Overcast man myself. If you listen, if you use Overcast for your podcasts, use that. Do we need to? I don't even know. It automatically that. pulls it from the internet. Snap. I think I made that up. Oh, God, we're in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, maybe Sadie will understand it all when she wakes up from her nap. She's very sleepy. Um, We'd love to hear from you, and we... I'm looking forward to our next film. Me too. It's going to be awesome. I Can't wait. I don't know which one I'm going to show him yet, Me but either. it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, and uh, let's let Lizzo take us out. Bye, everybody. Come back soon. Yeah.